providing a positive consumer experience is important to marketing because it's foster customer loyalty encourages repeat purchases as well as generate positive word of mouth but the most important part is to it is important to educate the people about the consumer data it is collected and used and protected by providing clear and accurate information hi everyone welcome to the summer version of business night out during the summer we're going to introduce one professional from different industries to talk about their career and experience in this episode we're thrilled to have fazan a customer insight and analytics specialist from the leading retail company Sobeys. Fasan has worked for different leading companies such as Nielsen, Analytics, and Customer Journey. He has a deep knowledge on how to build relationship with customers and how to utilize data and technology. So if you're interested in marketing and consumers, make sure you don't miss this episode. So let's get started. Thank you so much, Fazan, for being here. I really appreciate it. So first, we're going to start with five warm-up fun questions. So first, what is your favorite food? Uh, favorite food is barbecue. I can make it every time. <laughs> and every, even in uh, winters, I make it minus 20 when there was a lot of snow. So wow. definitely barbecue is there. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie, I think Avengers is quite interesting, especially the all the parts. But the last one was most interesting mm-hmm. and how they have connected all together. Yeah. What would be your dream job other than customer insights? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe something in marketing where I need to create different concepts for the marketing team, marketing strategies mm-hmm. to launch any product. That will be definitely more interesting. Yeah. I think customer insights are like kind of related to marketing, right? Because you're studying customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand the customers and then based on that, you make your strategies. Yeah. If you ever had your own podcast, what would you interview and why? Maybe my one of my teachers from Waterloo University because when I started my career in Pakistan, he taught me the consumer insight actually. From there, basically, I started my interest in consumer insight. So, and now he has also moved from Pakistan to Canada and he's a big professor oh. in Waterloo University. Uh, so definitely it would be interesting to <laughs> have a mm-hmm. interview with him. Yeah. If you're going to choose coffee, tea, or alcohol? Definitely tea. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we're coming from a South Asian background. We are more uh, tea lover. Ooh. As an Asian myself, I love tea too. I feel like tea can really calm you down and it's not as intense as coffee or alcohol. It's really a very soothing and relaxed solution. And that's the end of our front questions. So first, Fazan, can you introduce yourself a little bit to the audience? Uh, okay, uh, definitely. So I started my career back in Pakistan. I did my Master of Computer Science from there, but I had always a passion of marketing. So I took admission in MBA executive program after completing my computer science. Even though I got the gold medal for the highest GPA in computer science, but my passion was more into marketing. But during my MBA, I had a couple of courses on uh, market research, basically. And while studying the courses, I got great uh, interest in research, actually. And from there, basically, I thought maybe I will go to research because uh, every time you find something new in, uh, you know, in the research. So I started my career back in Pakistan in Nielsen, which is the biggest company in the world, actually. So I got great opportunity after that. I moved to Dubai. I worked for a couple of online market research companies. 
So from there, basically, I learned a lot of about how to design a questionnaire, different methodologies, and doing basically research on different clientele from automotive, from FMCG, from banking, from government sector, and a lot of, I was done a lot of customer satisfaction studies there also. And worked there in almost like three different companies within my period of five years there. And in 2013, I moved to Toronto in 2013. And I started my career into a, started for my career from a B2B research company, Advantage Group International. So it's a very big company, which they do research between the, the retailers and the FMCG companies. And within my career from 13 to 2018, I worked with Nielsen here in Canada as well. And I've also worked with Altus Group, which is a, a big real estate company, actually. Mm-hmm. And in 2013, I've got great opportunity with Sobeys. So I will complete my five-year tenure with Sobeys in the next month, actually. So that's in a nutshell of my studies career about everything. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on your five year. I think you already mentioned a little bit, but like, can you be more specific on how did you really get started in the field of customer insights or like analytics and what drew you into this type of work? Yeah, definitely. Uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, like I always had a keen interest in research and analytics because I was good in the stats and numbers actually. And But when I did my couple of research, uh, market research study, uh, like the courses in my MBA, I thought it, it will be very interesting because I'm good with research. I like to do new things every time, you know. Like it's not like finance or accounting. You have the same thing. You have the same procedure. Every time you find something new. So that was most interesting for me. As well as I also had very like a sort of a more outgoing personality doing some visualizations. So I like to like uh, present the data and visualize different visualizations. So that basically gave me a good way to move to more into consumer insights and analytics actually. Yeah. I think consumer insights is a pretty niche area comparing to the broader area of marketing or like finance it's very interesting to see it's like a combination of both research and marketing like you can do a little bit of data and you can do a little exactly. research and marketing the thing is about marketing insights or consumer insights actually is basically every time you find something new like we are doing a project and research you sometime you find this you're doing the same thing but you'll find something new so mm-hmm. that's and you, you will also be able to work in different industries also it's not only specifically your finance you are in fmcg or maybe automotive so it's it's give you a, a broader basically area to work on and even if you like you start your career in that and maybe you you in, in your career path you move to one industry at least you will have a good a grip on other areas also so with that being said can you share an example of a particularly interesting or unexpected customer insights you've done before <laughs> yeah, sure. So during my uh, like almost like a long career now, I've worked on different project studies, but I definitely can share a couple of examples, specifically in, from Dubai. Actually, I've done a lot of uh, research projects in Dubai, where mm-hmm. I did a automotive, uh, I did an advertisement testing from for an automotive big brand in the US. So what they did basically, they copied the same advertisement from US, and they want to basically implement in Middle East market, Dubai, Kuwait, and Saudi. So I did the online testing. I found out like the advertisement was not very appealing and, uh, you know, people not resorting because it was more towards the Western type of uh, culture. So that was interesting, basically. And in the end, we provided that this advertisement will not work in Middle East market. Another, basically, it was a very good uh, project I did for another very good American uh, automotive brand. 
So basically, they want to launch a new uh, sub-brand in, in the Middle East market. So they just bought a prototype car, like a two actual prototype cars in the Middle East market. Uh, basically in Dubai, in Saudi, in Korea, in three different markets. So we are basically, we brought customers from different demographics, almost like 300 to 400 people in each of the markets and showed the car. And the end, basically, the result was, again, it was not uh, very positive because the people in the Middle East was not resonating the, uh, the, the, the sub-brand with the actual brand because the actual brand was much masculine, you know? So, so it was not resonating. And again, it was not much uh, big uh, yes from the consumer because they want to see more, uh, more towards the brand, actually. Not a, sort of a feminine brand. They want to have a muscular brand like the the the, the main sub brand actually. So it was quite uh, like a good uh, examples where I did a different sort of a research and the the research was sort of unexpected <laughs> because the uh, the uh, the client were hoping to get a sort of a positive. They can bring the same advertisement or the same car, but yeah. It's sort of fun to hear. It's almost like you're studying people's mind, like you're doing psychology to see what they're preferring and what they don't like. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering, I don't know if my understanding is right, but like I'm wondering from your experience, what mm -hmm. is customer experience and insights and why is it important to marketing? I think you mentioned a little bit because the company yeah. needs to understand the, their customer base to really yeah. successful products. I'm just wondering like how can you explain it more professionally in a way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, basically, according to me, customer experience refers to the totality of the customer interaction with the brand, including their perception, emotions, and behavior. So, like the, uh, the the things we mentioned, like it's more like a psychological or behavior study. So it's it's not just the brand; it's also include everything, each and everything. So it involves uh, every touch point in consumer journey from pre-purchase service towards the post-purchase, basically follow up. So. Providing a positive consumer experience is important to marketing because it's foster customer loyalty, encourages repeat purchases, as well as generate positive word of mouth. But on the other hand, if there is a negative consumer experience, it can damage the brand reputation and it also read, uh, basically lose your customers, key customers. Yeah. So in the in today's competitive market, the businesses that prioritize consumer experience tend to basically outperform the competitors that we have already seen. And that will give them growth and, uh, you know, the, the profitability. Mm -hmm. So in the end, basically, I can say that uh, creating a seamless, enjoyable uh, consumer experience is critical for marketing success. What are some like effective ways to ensure customer satisfaction or like, to improve this customer experience? Uh, yeah, customer, everything, what I feel is... Uh, Everything is revolves around customer satisfaction. If customers are satisfied, basically they will uh, spread the uh, positive mouth of mouth. But uh, I definitely can say that uh, there are a couple of areas where it can improve the customer satisfaction is basically understanding the customer journey from start to end. So the companies, the business should definitely see what, what is going on in each touch point. And listen to the customers, uh, social media, surveys, everything, basically just listen to your customer and also proactively uh, use multi-channel to support the customers. It is also very important. And when you listen to your customer, you should act according to their feedback also. It's not basically just collecting the data, data, what they are saying, transform your products, services according to their feedback. 
And now the most important thing basically, which we are also doing is personalizing the experience, user experience also. So each customers, they need to see everything personalized. They want to like, if you are sending some offer, we need to send the offers personalized to the, the, the behavior of the consumer. So mm-hmm. that will definitely increase the customer satisfaction level if definitely uh, you can work on these factors. Mm-hmm. Speaking of personalization, I know like a lot of brands are doing personalization right now because customers might feel like they are unique and they're valued. I think that's definitely something interesting, but like it's also kind of expensive compared yeah. to mass production and stuff. Our next question is, what are some like common misconceptions that people have about customer insights and data and how have you ever addressed them in your career? Uh, yeah, definitely there is a lot of misconception because as a common person, uh, just don't know what the companies will do with their data. So the first one, basically the misconception, I believe, is that companies only collect the individuals uh, and who basically explicitly provide their data information. It is not like that. It's basically in reality, companies can collect the data from wide range of resources like including public records, Social media, third-party brokers, they can basically get information from a lot of different areas. The second misconception, I believe, is the consumer is always uh, used to think is the, 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 the data is basically used for targeting for advertisement, you know? Like they are getting my data, they will just push me a lot of targeting. But it is not like that. Some companies do that. But uh, most of the companies want to improve their product quality, basically personalize again experiences and provide better customer service. And the third one, basically, I believe so should be the customer uh, have no control on their data uh, that has been collected. But in fact, basically, they can uh, op- they can provide the information like they want to have a privacy setting. They can op- opt in a mechanism, which we basically implement, actually. That's what I'm trying to say is this is very important. Basically, you should have provided the all the information to the customer that data will be used. And... Uh, Another one, basically, consumer data is completely anonymous and that cannot be tracked back. So there are some ways where the the companies can track back. So these are the some of the misconceptions. But the most important part is to it is important to educate the people about the consumer data. It is collected and used and protected. And by providing clear and accurate information, I believe individuals can make company informed based decisions and they can protect the information also. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned the privacy and safety issues because a lot a lot of people yeah. are so worried about their data being stolen or like being released public. Exactly. I'm just wondering like are there any ethical issues that ever involved in collecting or analyzing the customer data and how did your team address these issues? Yeah, that's a very good and relevant question, actually. So definitely there are uh, quite a few ethical uh, considerations we need to look into. Number one is, uh, as you already mentioned, about the privacy. Because consumers have right of privacy and the com- uh, com- all the companies must ensure that they are not collecting or sharing uh, PII, which is the personal identification information without the consent. So like what is the email address, what is, is specifically that person, basically that information is quite uh, private. The second one is informed consent. Basically, company companies should maintain, uh, obtain informed consent from consumer before collecting their data and should be transparent about how the data is used, basically. So whatever the purpose is, they should uh, tell them. And the third part, which you already mentioned also, is data security. Nowadays, like a cyber attack, getting a lot of data, you know, you have a lot of information. So 
Specifically, we have implemented a great IT and robust data security system in our in our organization actually to, to uh, do the privacy for the consumer uh, personal information of the customers. And that uh, the last one I believe is the transparency. So companies should be transparent about the data collection and analysis practices, what they are doing, and provide consumer with clear information and how their data will be used. So these are the things which we uh, definitely take care of within our organization. Mm -hmm. And it is not only our department, uh, IT department plays a big role in, in these things. Mm -hmm. So it's really about having customers informed and having a consent and really protect their data. Yes, definitely. I think you also mentioned a little bit at the very beginning. So you like data analytics because right now we see like a big trend with data and like tech. I'm just wondering mm -hmm. how has the rise of this data analytics and like the new technologies, realizations impacted the customer insights field and the analytics? Uh, yes, that is again a very good question and it is very relevant now, uh, especially with the rise of big data and new technology that has definitely significantly impacted the field of consumer insights and uh, analytics. A couple of things basically just came come to my mind is the, the process of the data collection. So the data collection is generated by social media, mobile devices and all, all other resources. It has made quite a easier for marketer to collect the data and consumer behavior and basically the preferences. The second one is after collecting the data, data analysis. With help of advanced analytics tools and algorithm, marketers can analyze large amount of data in real time and enable them to identify patterns, trends, and uh, that were pre previously not detected. Uh, after that, basically the next part for us is always a uh, predictive analytics. When you have collected the data, you have analyzed the data, what is the predictive analytics and uh, again, a powerful tool that can help companies forecast the consumer behaviors. And again, the marketing will be uh, very happy to make the informed decision being on that. And another factor, if you remember, I also talk about the personalization, which we are also doing a lot. Uh, the use of big data and analytics has made it uh, possible to, uh, for companies to personalize their marketing messages. Like the offer is pers specifically personalized for each individual. And one thing which I always talk about is the cons customer segmentation. So you basically make different segment of the customer based on their behaviors, based on their preferences. And basically, again, you will be very targeting towards that segment once we have all the, the consumer data. So again, the rise of the big data and new technology definitely has revolutionized the way of consumer insights and analytics uh, that were conducted and now been basically changing very rapidly. I think one example I've seen is all the emails I get and they have like my name on it. I think that's definitely like some technology they're using to get like personalized information to me. Another thing is I am actually taking a data realization course right now. Mm -hmm. So now it's very helpful to create like a clear graph instead of like all the tables and data. Yeah. I'm just wondering like what else can data visualization help in understanding information or like seeing the patterns and trends in customer insights? Yes, uh, you have a lot of, you know, we talk about a lot of big data, data pools, data bases, so how we use it. So if you don't have like a good visualization or a good visualization tool, it, it will be very difficult for marketers, even all other stakeholders to make any decisions. So the, mm -hmm. the, the first thing which data visualization tool is do is summarize a large amount of data. So, you know, data visualization allows you to summarize large amount of data quickly and easily. 
So you don't need so many different tools and to synthesize your data. So it you can present your data by graph and you can see patterns, trends so quickly and so easily about the data through data visualization. Another thing is it identifies the outliers also. So you can you can see what are the outliers within the data when you are using the data visualization tool. And uh, another thing, which is also the correlation, identify the correlation between some of the variables in the data. So it can help you identify correlation. And simple example is the scatter plot. You, you want to plot in price and uh, basically sales. You can see which product is doing well. So you can easily do that. And it uh, for us, especially for me, basically it's communicate the insight to the, the, the higher management or the team because that the presentation I do and it is very uh, interactive. So, so let's say I'm doing it in Tableau. Uh, they ask question, I drill down, go to the next level. They ask question, I drill down to the next question. So this basically make very interactive and market-driven actionable insights actually. And they can make decision on point out fine. Okay, this is what they don't, don't have to go back, think over it. So they just drill down and we can look into the data. So it's really about providing a clear message to people who haven't done this research and they have to understand it like in a quick way. You can definitely, you can say that because even uh, basically the top management, they are not very into the numbers or, you know, lecture. So they, they see in the graphical very quickly, very easily. Okay, this is high. Why it is high? What product is doing? Uh, what type of customers we have? What, what segment is doing well? So they can basically take decision very quickly. We already mentioned that there is like the rise of the technology or like the data. I'm just wondering in the coming years, in the future, how do you see customer insights and analytics will evolve and what like new technologies or like approaches you think that will be impactful to this field? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. <laughs> so again, very uh, right question in, in, in this sense, actually. So it, it's in, evolving very quickly, rapidly. And since I moved to Canada within five, like six, seven, eight years, it has evolved very quickly. So the thing which I didn't know when I was in Dubai, I am basically using now. And I see that the things will be changing very quickly in the future also. So the first thing which I can definitely talk about is the artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning, which is becoming very common. So these technologies are really already been used in consumer insight and analytics to automate the data actually. So it identify the patterns, make predictions. So it's very useful for consumer insight. The another thing which I, I also basically didn't know previously that the new things is internet of the things. This is an IOT. It's called the network of the interconnected devices. From there, basically they collect all the data and share the data. So, so much data is coming. You, you will have explosion of data actually from all the devices coming together. And we talk, always talk about the big data analytics, the amount of data available for consumer insights analytics is growing. Uh, but the big data technology will be crucial uh, for managing this type of data because you have so many data, but you need to have something that can manage and, you know, uh, create a data lake where everything, everyone can use that data. And currently we already been using this technology, virtual and augmented reality. Uh, it's been already in use, like I can give an example of IKEA where you, in iPad, you can see within your room, how your, the sofa or your bedside will look like. So that has already been in use and we already you also using, uh, Amazon Alexa and Google assistant. So basically it is also generating huge amount of data on the consumer behavior, basically. 
So the marketer can use that type of, type of data to create digestion and type of product according to the customer. And the Facebook also, like uh, one an example is, I, I was reading like they collect around 52,000 data points for our customers. So it's a huge amount of data. Basically, you can use some technologies like big data analytics and data lakes where you can have all these sort of data. I think uh, in Professor Blackburn's class this semester, she's teaching customer behavior. And she literally brought the VR headset to class and like mm-hmm. students just like experience the VR experience in like a, sh- a grocery shopping and stuff. And that's like really fun. I think the yeah. more use of technology will be like, very beneficial to the, to the overall like, industry. Yes. Yeah. You know, like in terms of understanding customer experience and like their trends, their shopping behaviors and stuff. I think that's really fun. Looking ahead, where do you see yourself in five or 10 years and what are your career goals? Uh, yes. So looking ahead, like let's say for next five or 10 years, I have a keen interest in taking uh, any more leadership responsibility and exploring more like a, a management role because I have a lot of like ground level in, uh, information about the data process and each everything. So I'm definitely will be looking for more leadership or departmental role, head role. Uh, but this basically will inv- involve in working within departments because in SOBs, it's a good thing that they have so many different departments. You need to move for different departments. Uh, it When you have a consumer insight or marketing role, if you get the category role or you get a brand management, so you, you collect all the information, business information, and you can basically go to the top. So, but another thing which always I will be doing is keeping up with the future technology and skills. Like uh, <laughs> this thing is most important because this is rapidly changing. So uh, that definitely will be, I'm looking for next couple of years, uh, like five to 10 years here. I think keeping up with the technology is fun in a sense, but also kind of scary because how fast they're evolving. Because right now, like the open AI, also the VR, but like you have to put a lot more effort in it besides your own work. So exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the last question would be, what are some advice or tips for like students who look for dive into the customer insights field or like the marketing or data analytics field? Uh, yeah. So based on from my experience, what I've seen from all my experience from Dubai, from in here in Canada, the the most important thing is the company should identify their like, what is their key performance indicators, KPIs. So they want to track actually. So it's a sales, it's a customer retention or customer satisfaction. What and based on that, basically, they can do the effort of uh, the analytics surrounding that area. So the first one, the second one, use multiple uh, data sources. So for the data, use variety of sources like surveys, social media analytics, customer reviews, uh, sales data, and get a complete picture of the customer behavior, actually. So one data will not provide you the a complete picture. So you need to look into different sources. And as I also mentioned you before, like use the segmentation, analyze your data and identify customer based on their demographic and psychographic and behavior characteristic actually. So this will allow you to uh, tailor your marketing and product uh, development strategies based on the specific groups, you know. Mm-hmm. And another thing which I've, I think I've already mentioned is the predictive analytics. Now the new technology, now everything, the big data, everything is coming up. So forecasting the future is becoming very important. So predictive analytics is another thing which companies should definitely look into doing it on a more regular basis. Mm-hmm. And based on my experience specifically in here in Sobeys, collaboration with other departments is very important. 
So what is your goal? You should tell the other, all other departments, this is what I'm doing. What is what you're doing? So they should work on the same page or the same goal actually in the end for the organization mm -hmm. and use the uh, specific data visualization tool with, for reporting, which is also an important part. You do, you get the data, uh, multiple sources, you do predictive analysis, but you should also be able to visualize the data for the decision maker to make the decision actually. And the last part, I think, is basically continuously monitor and evaluate what is going on in the, the customer behavior and basically mold your services or the product according to the customer changes in their behavior and uh, the feedback. So I believe these are the key points which I've, I've got it through my experience and definitely the company should be looking at when they are doing the consumer analytics for the marketing and product development strategies. Ooh, they are very practical and useful tips. It's yeah. all about like picking up with the trend, understanding customers in different ways. And that comes to the end of our podcast. So thank you, Fazan, for being here. And I really appreciate it. Appreciate no problem. And thank you very much. And best of luck for the next sessions.